Yeah, look, the giant chicken's Boba Fett. It is useless, Theseus. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It is Thursday night. It's time for the Geek News Now. Get Tina Happy Hour. We're so glad you're here with us and joining us. Pull up a stool, grab you a drink, and let's talk Star Wars, shall we? I am your host, David. Welcome. We're glad you're here. With me, as always, is my co-host, Debbie. Debbie, how are you this evening? I still have my Darth Vader voice. It's Lady Vader. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pretty... Are you my father? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's pretty sexy stuff until I'm talking on the phone and, you know, people don't know who I am. Also, Maybe I could this... go to radio. Yeah. <laughs> so like... yeah. Also with us tonight, as he like, good day, sir. Like, excuse Cam. me. Cam from Cam and Focus. How are you, sir? Doing good. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. It, uh, hey. You know what? I can't complain. It's February and it's in the high seventies out here today. So uh, I hate you now. With a with a low in the mid sixties. God bless this Texas weather mm. until it gets cold again, and then I'll be cursing it. <laughs> also with us tonight, as he usually is, Andrew. Andrew, how are you this evening? Uh oh, can you hear us? Can you doing hear well? Oh. Doing well. Also enjoying the cool Texas weather. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I can hear you guys. Slight delay. Got a, got oh, a little I was going to say, I thought there was a lag. Yeah. So, tonight, tonight, we are talking Bad Batch. Bad Batch Season 3 started, and I completely forgot that it was starting this week until Debbie messaged me on Tuesday, and she said, hey, we're not doing Rebels tonight. We're doing the bad, or we're not doing Rebels on Thursday. We're doing the Bad Batch, right? And I was like, oh, when does it start? Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, geez, I haven't even. <laughs> She's like, I know, I forgot too. So everybody has forgotten. Go ahead. And you call yourself a fan. I'm telling you. As, as old people, you know, the, the memory, <laughs> you know, it just goes right out the door. <laughs> Excuses. Yeah. No, that's. I, hey, I, old I, age I, works. I, I tell you, I know a thing about bad memory, so I just got one question to ask you: Who are you, and what are you doing here? Yeah, I've got one question I, to ask I you: am... Why are you? <laughs> where am Where am I? How did I get here? <laughs> What's a Star War? <laughs> <laughs> what is Gamora? <laughs> why is Gamora? There you go. There you go. Or why is Gamora? Yeah, so, why? so that 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 brings up an interesting topic before we get started on on the uh, the thing. And we were kind of talking about this before: is the marketing? Why why this was going to be? I mean, this is the final season for the Bad Batch. So why hasn't there been a bigger push? And just a kind of an, an in your opinion, a larger push to get this out. <sighs> I don't know. I think I only seen two trailers. Uh, one that we did a reaction to, and then there's another one later, maybe a TV spot. I'm not sure. I mean, it was kind of basically the same thing, which is what I like. I don't want the whole series ruined for me because, you know, they have. I, I, I like to be reminded, hey, it's coming out. Don't forget. <laughs> 
This is true, but yeah, I like that they didn't release 10,000 trailers, at least none that I've seen. I don't have regular TV, but I really didn't see anything on on uh, Twitter or, you know, Tickety Talk or Facebook, you know. Most, I, most of the channels that I watch would not, probably wouldn't cater to an animated, I mean, they, they, I've seen Disney Plus ads, don't get me wrong, but it's not for the the animated stuff as far as for the channels that I watch. So it's not like I see, I would have seen a commercial for this. Yeah. Most I just of wish the... they would. Sorry. Go ahead, Debbie. I, I just wish they would do the same thing with movies. One or two trailers. That's it. That's all we need. I don't need to see the whole movie before I actually go see the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, most of yeah. the hype that's building in, you know, the Star Wars community is over stuff that we know nothing about yet. You know, the Acolyte, uh, the Mandalorian movie, the Origins of the Force movie, the Ray movie. That's where most of the excitement is coming from right now. Uh, and and it's it's always like, you know, clickbaity articles and and I don't know. I felt, I'm I'm not sure what happened with with bad batch you know that this is supposed this is supposed to be like the big climactic ending to the series and it, it's off to a hell of a start so far i will say that mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean the, mm-hmm. I, I haven't i haven't seen articles come out about it i haven't seen you know anything really and and really too you you know it's off to a good start and i, I completely agree with you these first three episodes were just like amazing but two it's really tying into the Mandalorian and now as far as now I'm kind of disappointed that this is like the final season and then we're done with it after this because it's really tying into the where the Mandalorian story was going you know they they kidnapped Grogu and what were they looking for they're looking for the high M count the what we're going to assume it hasn't been said yet but we're going to assume it's a midichlorian count M count mm-hmm. and um we're also going one can also mm-hmm. assume that this is all being done to keep Palpatine alive to resurrect Palpatine, which will all lead into what this whole sequel trilogy yep. was about. Project Necromancer. So all yeah, exactly. That and I mean that if that's not a dead giveaway, mm-hmm. I don't know what is, you know. I mean just tell us for crying out loud. I mean don't don't be let's let's not be uh let's not I be tell you what <laughs> I I was watching a big creators uh youtube video the other day my uh, zero actually i think it was no 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 oh. <laughs> Doom, Doom <Kong>. <laughs> <laughs> no uh but he was doing a reaction video to theory yes oh i'm sorry and he yeah he was he he got all you know somber because you know this he was disappointed i guess or he thought it was lame that you know, this is all leading into the sequels, and evidently he's not a sequel <laughs> fan. And I'm like, no. No. you realize all of these shows are, gonna go? are tying into the sequel. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you if you followed any of Star Wars theories content for a while, like, um, uh, like I've seen him pretty active on Twitter. He spends all of his time calling people Disney shills and basically acting like the victim. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, he he acts like a victim over people enjoying the sequel trilogy like it somehow affects his life and it it's mm-hmm. it's pathetic 
just, I just <laughs> watching it and I was just <laughs> laughing because I was like, that, that they were going to retcon the sequel trilogy too. Yeah, he spent he spent a hundred grand of his own money to make a Star Wars fan film that was panned by Lucasfilm, and he was sent a cease and desist letter over it. Wow. So, and and, and mm-hmm. he and, and it, he he wanted to act like, oh well, Lucasfilms is ruining my life because they don't want me to make this Star Wars film, and uh, you know that they're tying stuff into the sequel trilogy now, and it's it's yeah. Yeah, I don't know where he thought this was going, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What could this tie to the Dark Empire? Well, he was like, well, you know, there's like, you know, well, there's like, what, 30, 40 years before this takes place. This takes place, you know, well before the sequels. And he was like, there's 30 or 40 years of con- of content that they could have you know, went a different path and da 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 da. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> what path are you gonna go down that doesn't lead to the sequel trilogy? Yeah, I'm not, right? I, I I don't know. I didn't <laughs> understand. It falls in the timeline in 1985. You could you could you could say yeah, there's 20 or 30 years and go down another path, but to do that, you cannot include Skywalker. You cannot include the Force. You cannot include the Empire. You or the empire just has to be like kind of in the background, you know, it's there, but it's not really high. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, here, here's the thing, you know, <clears throat> with the way that this show is progressing, it's not expanding the Skywalker story, it's expanding no. the Palpatine story, and it's uh, it, it's showing mm-hmm. it, it's gonna make all these fools that do these memes that somehow Palpatine survived, and it's like, guess what. It's being done, and it's it's gonna fix that line. As much as you guys are making fun of it, it's gonna make sense. And it happened in in the comics, and there was uh, I think there was a few books, legends books that, that kind of yeah. yeah referenced it, and mm. yeah. So I'm just like, why are people? Sh- I mean, I realize not. I don't read the comics, but I know enough that I think I've read a few to where uh, it leads. You know they they do that, but yeah, it's like I know everybody doesn't read the comics or books because I'm in that same situation with with Marvel and DC. I've I've never read the comics or anything. I haven't seen the animated series, and evidently somebody got mad at our Marvel reaction at me um, because I made the yeah I made the comment. Remember I made the comment. You asked me if I've ever seen the animated series, and I said no, I haven't. And then I made the comment that why the hell is Cy or Cyclops the leader? Well, I didn't know he'd always been the leader, and since the '60s or something, some guy made a comment. Yeah, he was like, "Well, this just turned me off because, yeah." this turned me off because she didn't know Cyclops was the leader of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. I've only seen the movies and it's always been Charles Xavier. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. No, no, no. Well, well okay. So what, what, what you got to realize about the X-Men How is dare you. Charles is kind of like the, the president and Cyclops is like the general. So, you know, the president doesn't go to the battle. He just tells the general what to do. And that's kind of what's going on with the X-Men. Debbie's sitting there watching the movies and she nudges the person next to her. She's like, when does X-Man show up? <laughs> this whole movie's about X-Man. Not that 
<laughs> I'm just like, dude, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm learning. I, I don't know. I don't claim to know everything. And, you know, we're figuring this out. is a learning experience for me. Now, if it's Star Wars, yeah, I pretty much know a lot about Star Wars, but Marvel and DC and that I enjoy the movies and TV shows, but I've not read the comics. So I apologize ahead of time for offending anybody. And if you are offended, well, I'm offended that you're offended, so stop being offended. <laughs> Why is everybody and so I'm offended angry? that David's offended. Andrew's offended, David, I'm David. offended that you're offended, so you need to stop offending me so yeah. that you can stop offending Andrew. It all Why does everybody hate me? I don't understand. Yeah, you know who else is offended? Pam. Oh, the Jawa. Yeah. The Jawa's offended that Debbie's feelings were hurt, and that offends me, too, which also offends Andrew. And then it offends Debbie too because Andrew's now offended. So my, it's all a vicious cycle. My my feelings were no way hurt because you know what? I don't give a flying a rat's patootie. Yeah. So I yeah, I I'm learning. I may be old, but I'm still learning. And so now I know Cyclops has always been the leader. Oh, okay. There you go. Some leader he was in the movies. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he was in the movies, but he wasn't the leader. Was he, Well, the argument could be said for, um, was it, uh, was it, uh, uh, it was, it was uh, X-Men First Class, where they're helping all the kids escape from, uh, strikers thing and he says come with me follow me i know the way how do you know i don't know and it's because charles was talking to him saying take everybody this way oh yeah that's true i remember that that oh, argument was that was that first class or was that origins wolverine that was wolverine origins wolverine oh mm. i really did i really didn't want to remember that movie today i didn't either but <laughs> man it was now my night's ruined god logging oh. off I'm offended, and I thought of that movie now. Oh. All right, internet. you're a terrible got... person, and you should be ashamed. I, I've reached the end of you, internet. <laughs> All right, back to All right, bad, bad batch, batch people. Bad batch, Debbie's Debbie's <laughs> keeping us online. So the bad batch. So this first episode, I don't know what it was about this first episode that that really I. It had a lot of atmosphere. It really did, and it was. There was mm -hmm. just something about it. I mean, it was, it was creepy and hopeless and just that, dark. Not dark like gritty dark, but just like dark like soul crushing. And the, the, well, the, it was the, like the, the yeah. way that the music it was, was similar mixed in. to holy crap. Yeah, it was similar to Groundhog mm -hmm. Day without being funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was a creepy yeah. Groundhog Day. Every every because it was just the same. Mm -hmm. routine music uh yeah it was the same boring routine and yeah so, so it was a very something that kind of struck me was uh you know she, she starts scratching the days on the wall and you know the first time you see her do that there's like what maybe a dozen days on the wall the next time you see her do that it, it you know it, there's mm -hmm. not even a close-up of it it's just kind of off to the side you you, you blink and you miss it there's like a year's worth on the yeah. wall. Well, and if you watch too, I mean, her hair changes. So, yeah. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. her hair is curly. 
So I, I, I yeah. thought that too. I was like, okay, well, we're back in a ponytail now. So it's been, I mean, obviously time has passed. And uh, you're, you're seeing the time mm-hmm. pass. Um, she collects all these little things to make her uh, her, doll. her doll. Her doll, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. She tries making friends with, what was that? What's the other clone? Batcher. No, huh? The dog, right? No, 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 no. The, the girl, the other girl, the clone. Oh, uh, Emery. Emery, yeah. Yeah, the thing that's Emery. the nails, yeah. Which I, I, I can't get a beat on her just yet. I don't know. She comes off as soulless. She really. But does. then she brought the doll back after she, she had taken the it doll away. Back and then, um, but then in the third episode, she she rats them out. He, she yeah, she really does. Mm. Well, I said, she, mm. and she brings yeah, it up, yeah. It's like, <sighs> well, she she has that um that apparatus on her head. You know, it's and it's pretty similar to the one that uh Lobot had in Empire Strikes Back. So yeah, maybe they're. Not, uh, maybe maybe, kinda, maybe, maybe not mind control, but maybe it devoids like her emotions or something. I don't know. But to a point, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I can't really get a fix on her. I uh, the uh, uh, the Camonian Camonian Caminoan Caminoan Nala. Nala. <laughs> so Nala is there, and she keeps disposing of. Uh, of uh, Omega. 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 Did you notice that Emery even said that too when she called her by name? She Omega. Yeah, like, oh I noticed God. that. Yeah, Ooh. Omega. That's just Omega, the don't do like the Kiwi accent. Well, I tell you what. <laughs> if it wasn't for my captions being on during this episode. I would not have been mm-hmm. able to figure out the Lurka's name, the dog, yeah. because I thought at first she was saying bitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I was Bitcha. like, <laughs> I was like, uh, what? Come on, Disney, let that go. <laughs> but then it was like, and then I, I had to stop it and rewind it and, and actually look at the caption. And it was like Batcher. And I was like, I would have never gotten that. Because it sounds like something totally different <laughs> <laughs> and not good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she she befriends the dog. She which I called it with the dog. I'll I'll say that. And in fact, Luke even I said when we were watching, we were watching because the, the third episode, the dog comes back, and I said, "Watch that dog's going to come back and save her." And Luke was like, "How did you not see that one coming? No, you, that that was like a mile away thing." I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit predictable. It was a bit predictable. But this first episode, this was this was one of those ones where it was a, it's a bad batch episode without the bad batch in it. I mean, unless you cro- count Crosshair, which I mean, c- c- cross, at, at this point, I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna I can confidently say that Crosshair is my favorite character in the whole series. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still mm-hmm. looking out for number one. He even tells Omega as much, you know. I won't hesitate yeah, to leave you behind if I get out of here. Well, not even that, but it was just like, stop making friends, leave me alone, leave the dog alone, just get out of here. You just go, just take care of yourself and go. So, I mean, that's but, his whole philosophy. I mean, uh, he's always kind of been that character that you kind of hated because he's an asshole. 
But in this episode, you know, I actually felt sad for him because he looks so well, him and the other clones, they all look so beaten. I mean, when they walk, they don't walk upright. They're all slouched over and, you know, they're just all totally depressed and, you know, just and his giving hands up. are shaking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think his hand shaking was from, I think it's season two where he was stuck out in the cold. That was, yeah, because that's where he killed that officer. Yeah, and I I think he he might have damaged his hand from the cold at that point. So that might be an after effect of that. But, yeah, I I really felt sorry for him, even though he was still kind of being an asshole. But, you know, it was just like. I think that's just his demeanor. And maybe he just comes off that way. Maybe it's, it's. Maybe he's like that, but he's got the heart of gold kind of thing, and you're just like, oh, yeah, it's slowly that, coming. That out. guy, that guy just cut off, cut me off in traffic. Yeah, but he also donated <laughs> pies to the children's orphanage. Oh. <laughs> he donated his eyes. Is that why he can't drive? <laughs> his pies, his pies. I'm sorry. Cakes, fine. So, um. And again, yeah, it's just the whole thing. She talks. She talks to him um, frequently throughout this. You know, keeps telling, "I'm going to escape. I'm going to escape. We're going to get out of here." And how are you going to do it? You need a plan. You don't have anything. Yada yada yada. So he's all. He's kind of the. Sorry, sorry, Debbie. He's kind of the Debbie Downer. You know, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, 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 I hate negative that. Nancy. Negative ne- Nancy. Okay, Debbie negative Downer. Nancy. We'll go that way. Yeah. You, you can use me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just he's just kind of there. She befriends the dog. She heals the dog. She fixes the dog. What are what are your thoughts on her uh, her little? Uh, it's not a robot companion, but more her. I guess her her handler. Yeah, supervisor. I, I think he's just a supervisor of that kennel, for lack of a better word. But yeah, I mean, oh, even, he, even him. I I don't know why she didn't think that, or why it didn't occur to her that gee, if I domesticate this thing, uh, it's not going to be any use to the empire because I guess they're using these dogs or whatever they are to keep this uh beast away from the uh away from them the i think it was a dirox or dirax or something like that they look like um, a big hedgehog yeah so <laughs> but like, yeah like, it was just like steroids. i don't know why she thought that was a good idea but she's very sensitive and um I mean, they haven't, not that I remember, but, you know, they haven't really come outright and said that she's force sensitive. Not, not, but yet. I think she they, is. They, they, well, they did it in the third episode. Yeah, correct. And that was, so when they were, when they, if you, we're, we're just going to kind of jump all over the place, all three of these episodes. So basically, <laughs> uh, with the third episode, they did the, uh, blood they finally test. got a sample of her blood. And it slipped past and come to find out she has like a high M count. So force sensitive. Uh, geez, I don't know. 
Well, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I think she has a somewhat because they they kept saying the M count, but it's like, why are you looking at clones? Clones aren't force sensitive, but I think they're they were originally talking about the M count of the Emperor because Hemlock had said uh, him and uh, Nala had come out of the, the vault and she said we were successful with the transfer, blah, 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 blah. And he but, said, but yeah. Degradation of the M count. From the, uh, yeah, from the uh, original specimen or something like that. Well, if which, you... If you if you guys if you guys remember if you watch the um, the centrifuge that all that blood's in, you know you have the blood samples of all the clones, and that, and that centrifuge adds a drop of of another type of blood to it. The so, emperors, and, and the, yeah, and that, that's what I was thinking too. And that they're looking for some kind of reaction. Well, there, I I think that they're because she oh, says man. she says that um, something about the degradation of it you know it is we we only lost like 50 percent degradation and he's like no we don't we can't do that that's not really successful i think what's happening and this is my opinion my theory and if you don't like it then tell me i'm wrong and if you do like like it it. and i will be offended and it turns out yeah and it turns out to be right i'm gonna say ha i told you but basically what i think (laughs) he's trying to do is he is trying to clone himself so that when he dies he can send his essence into another body without losing any of his force sensitivity now when you sit there and say okay well we lost 50 percent degradation on your m count you know that's his midichlorian count and he's saying okay well i don't want to lose any of it so he's looking for that clone he's looking for that person that he can say okay i'm gonna clone this person and i'm gonna do this and that way my m count will remain the same when it when my spirit transfers over in a sense. but the thing is outside of force 99 all the clones were made the same so i don't understand why they're testing all the clones if all the clones are the same with the exception of omega uh, force 99 so I, it it doesn't make sense to me and and Omega too. I think that was mentioned. It's a plot movie. hole. That's well, maybe though we still got a whole season to go. Just <laughs> on. Yeah. Well, maybe though. Only like a you know we still got like twelve episodes. Only twelve, man. Yeah, I don't or think 13, there's six. Something like I don't that. think there's sixteen this year. I think it's or this thirteen. Season. I think we got like yeah. ten episodes left. <clears throat> oh, okay. So, yeah, because the uh, last episode's May 1st. So, yeah. Well, so, and there's some other... Uh, there'll be some weeks where there's a two-episode drop. I think okay. there's like two of those where there's a two-episode drop. So... Uh, so we shall we, see. We shall see. Um, so catching up with the Bad Batch, we've got Hunter and Wrecker. Is basically all that's left because Tick died. Tick died. Tick. And <gasps> and it, it was really funny because as what? I'm watching, as I'm watching. Oh, I'm sorry, Cam. I ruined. Spoiler alert! 
<laughs> but as I'm watching this episode too, you mean I have to watch it, season two? It it was really funny watching it because there were so many times to where they were working on a computer or they were doing something with the uh uh where were they? They were in the in the lab or whatever, and they're trying to pull all these computer files and everything else, mm-hmm. and it's like. Where is tech? Where is I, I could just see Hunter thinking, man, of all the times I wish I needed I needed tech here today. Of all the times for him to not be here. Well, there was one point in that episode where I, I think he's sitting in the ship. Yeah, he's sitting in the ship and uh I I think he was just thinking to himself, and then he just kind of looks over and you see Tech's broken glasses on the counter, and I'm like, oh I don't think Did tech they died. find his did they find his his glasses, or were they? Did he have an extra pair, and they were also broken? He probably that was. Probably they were given the to him at the end of season two. <laughs> oh, that's right. They yeah, were because Doctor Hemlock, like Doctor Hemlock, when he's look, trying to get Omega, and uh, he's holding Wrecker prisoner, and. You know, Hunter's not wanting to give him up, and Doctor Hemlock throws him the glasses. Oh, that's okay. Right. I'd forgotten about that. Thank you, Andrew. Do you, <clears throat> you want to lose another member of your team or I'm, something? I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. call it. We never really got to see inside the vault, as far as what's going on in there. Tech's not dead. Tech is in the vault. Can I call that? Can I say that? Yeah, we go inside the vault in the third episode. Did we? That's where all the red things were, the little, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what they're, I, pods. It, pods, it, 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 for it lack of a better word. That, open, that opened up and the emperor looked inside. We didn't see what was in there, but. I think we, right. I think, think Tech's yeah. in the vault. Yeah. I think Tech's still alive and I think he's in the vault. I'm going to call it. We can't kill um, our, our team. That wouldn't be hunky-dory. Well, I said it last season. I said, I don't, you know, we didn't actually see him die. It's like we didn't Solo. see a body. Yeah. We did. I mean, Han just got stabbed in the gut and then thrown off the thing. We never see him die. We don't know but the thing blew up. Oh, well, all right. Fine. <laughs> All right, I'm just I'm trying to work with you here, Dad. Yeah. Han Solo was crying out loud. He but, fell yeah, into the corner. I know that exploded. And plus, Harrison does not want to come back. So, and even though he came back for Rise of Skywalker, Debbie Downer. As much as it pains me, I mean, he yeah, so it anyway. hurts me every time he says that. <laughs> I'm like, dude. But- Dude, this is the man I fell in love with back in 1970. Well, actually, it was in American Graffiti, but that would have been 70, what, two? Uh, 73, I think, was American 73, Graffiti. 73, yeah. Yeah. But then I really fell for him in 77. Yeah. Oh, I would have thought 82. Raider, Raiders. No. No? No. Well, oh, I mean, I, I mean, it, it gets better as he gets along. He, the man is like a fine wine, okay? He just... It's not the years, <laughs> it's the miles. Yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he still, yeah. still looks good. Okay. Or a 
80 Debbie, year old. Yeah, yeah, you got some, you got some drool right there. You might <laughs> work. Oh, I forgot to wear my drool bucket today. Damn it. Where's your bib? <laughs> so, uh, so the bad batch, they're, they're dealing with these, uh, this crime syndicate. Basically they're, they're acting as mercenaries. They're trying to the find Durant. They're trying to find Omega. And uh, the only information that they have is uh, is on an older base that he was using, an older lab that he was using. And they land on this planet, and they come across who else but more clones. But they're little bitty ones. Which is I actually, shall call him Mini Me. But you know what's funny is, and I had I had to look it up. I had to look. Daniel Logan voiced one of the clones. And I was so excited about that. Yeah, the other the other kid was the kid from Deadpool Two, yeah. Fire Fist, Fire the Fire Fist, the chunky oh, yeah. one. Fire Fist. Who ever heard, who ever heard yeah. of a plus size superhero? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <clears throat> but yes, uh, so Fire Fist was one of the voices, and Daniel Logan. Daniel, we love you. You're still my favorite. I'm glad I've got my autographed Boba Fett figure because it makes me happy all the time that I have a Boba Fett figure autographed by Jan Jeremy Bullock and Daniel Logan. Tomorrow Morrison. Night. This is your Friday, right? Tomorrow Morrison, if you're watching, I need an autograph to, so I can have all the Boba Fetts on there. That would make me happy. That would make me a happy camper. But anyway, um, so also on this planet is some kind of biological weapon that the Empire has created. The Slither Vines. The Slither Vines. Which... It looked like a mutated Sarlacc pit. Yeah, it really did. Well, what, what was with those little, <laughs> little scuddly things? They, they, they looked that, very face-huggery. Yeah. That was Alien. The, they, they cut the, uh, they cut the uh, Slither Vines <laughs> off and it was like they mutated or something. It was really weird. Yeah, you know, I was waiting for one that. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you guys have uh, if you've played, you know, Halo, but it, it reminded me of the flood. It, it, it was I've like, seen it, a lot uh, of people say that. Yeah, but uh, it, it, it's like this uh, this alien hive mind parasite that infects people and turns them into zombies, basically. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Okay. No, I haven't played Halo. I'm a PlayStation guy. I'm sorry. Uh, well, what good are you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's all right. I, I prefer places. Worthless, I tell you. <laughs> Debbie doesn't know about the X-Men and I don't know about Halo, so God, I only play Atari. <laughs> I like hey, Pong was great back in the day. <laughs> uh, sorry guys. I prefer vintage. Uh Dig Dug. Hello. <laughs> Dig Dug and Joust. That was my jam. <laughs> and man, man, I played the hell out of some Dig Dug. So, anyway, so Pac Miss Pac-Man was mine. Yeah, that was a good one. That was my dad liked Miss Pac-Man. He was real big into that one. But anyway, all right. So, uh, one of the there's only three of these clones surviving there. They were able to get out before the Empire. The Empire vacated it because I guess the Slither Vine grew out of control. I guess and, he like took over the planet. Yeah, 
and they're they're able to survive. Mm-hmm. And I want to show of hands who they they sent the they sent Wrecker and uh, and uh, um, Hunter to the thing. They said, okay, you got to go in there and you got to find the the little port and that'll have information for you. And they got on the ship and here comes Wrecker with the stupid power droid on his back. And I'm like, take the dang ship. Fly your ship over to the thing and land it there. Because if you don't, you know what's going to happen? Those clones over there are going to steal it. Those little kids are going to steal your ship. And I, right now, I want to show hands. Who did not see that happening? No, everybody <laughs> saw that happening. It was all over the place. Well, I th- that way, Hunter, that way, Record doesn't have to carry that stupid power droid all over the place. <laughs> Just fly it over there. Well, I, th- yeah, I don't know I why th- they couldn't have landed on top of the building. Well, they, they kind of explained it by not explaining it. Yeah. They said that the Slither Vines had, had taken over the area. And you, you, you saw how the Vines reacted to the ship being there. It tried to drag it down and crush it. Yeah, this is true. Damn it, Cam. Not good Stop. enough. Stop ruining it. Stop, <laughs> Stop explaining Stop. things. Stop, Stop explaining to me. Stop making yeah. me not hate Star Wars. Stop making it make sense. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm offended guys. now I'm that you made a it real make sense. Just... <laughs> so anyway, uh, so yeah, the, the the two kids that didn't know, you've got the Daniel Logan kid wanted to help them, and then Fire Fist was like, no, we're going to steal the ship, and they ended up saving them from the plant. And, and honestly, so on, it, it's really interesting how this happened, because you've got the the planet where the clones were and you've got this uh, slither vine taking over the planet and then you've got the planet where they are now where mount tantus is and they send the dogs out every night to patrol against whatever that armadillo armadillo thing is that's out there it's a pokemon whatever it's a big (laughs) pokemon but but it's interesting to think because i'm they never really showed it never really showed the monster at Mount Tantus. And I was watching, I was watching the Clone Wars the other day and I was like, where is the Zillow beast? Where exactly. when is that going to pop back up? Cause that's kind of what I was expecting with some kind of mutated uh-huh. Zillow beast of some kind. Well, I think and, they might've uh, made a hybrid because I think they tried shooting at it and it really didn't affect it. So I think the armor from the, or the scales, from the Zillow Beast might have been used on this whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah, because they, they I forget which episode it was, but they were talking about their bigger projects. And I yeah. think like the Sarlacc Pit and this other creature and yeah, you know, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised to see this Zillow Beast pop back up somewhere. I'd buy it. I'd buy it. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see. So they escape. They've got, and again, th- this doesn't make any sense to me. So, the clones. They save the clones. They say we'll drop you off somewhere safe, an island. And they're, they kind of lean toward we want to come help you. And I'm looking at it going 
take them along. They have training. I mean, it's not a, an extensive training, but they have some military training. You're going to need as many guys as you can get. Take these three clones with you. What is wrong yeah. with you? I mean, I'm the, talking the, about expanding the team here. The, they're clones mm -hmm. of, a, of a Mandalorian. They're genetically predisposed for combat. Exactly. And, and I mean, they were, they were like little baby yeah. clones. I mean, they had been trained since birth in combat. So and they probably have more experience than Omega's ever had. Plus, they lived on that stupid planet yeah. with the Slither Vine surviving for God only knows how long. They're making mistakes all over the place here. <laughs> Fly the ship in, take the clones with you, save them, get them off the planet. Cam will explain it to us real quick so that Go, we Cam. understand. Yes, make sense again. I dare you. <laughs> okay, so so what happened was. The show's writers sat down in this room, right? And they decided, you know what? Let's let's have these characters make all the wrong decisions. <laughs> that way we yes. can that way we can stretch the whole season out while they try to fix oh. everything. Well, yeah, but it's kind of been a common theme throughout the whole now. series <laughs> that you know they mm. they make bad decisions and then you know something has to happen to where you know it gets corrected, yada yada yada. And okay. So it hap it's happened throughout the whole series so it's it's oh. nothing new for them all right fine the greatest teacher of failure is <laughs> oh you can't say that that's from the sequel trilogy mm. oh we don't like the sequel trilogy ah. rabble 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 i'm done that's it oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> he is you know what would have been even funnier is if your internet would have just cut out completely. Really, like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that would have been perfect timing. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I would never be able to make you believe that I didn't do. I that. didn't do that on purpose. Yes, you did. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. So the third episode is Omega and and uh, Crosshair's biggest Crosshair, Crosshair, their big escape. Crosshair. Um. There's a special visitor coming. Which, if you didn't know, again, if you didn't know it was the Emperor, just go ahead and raise is. your hand. His name is John Cena. <laughs> 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 but I didn't see him. <laughs> so um yes, the emperor the emperor is coming. Um honestly, I would have been fine with Vader too, just so Vader could have been there. I, I am here to check your progress for the Emperor. I wouldn't be surprised if he pops in one of these episodes. The yeah, Emperor does not share your optimistic appraisal of the situation. He has such great lines. <laughs> I don't like the way you looked at me. The Emperor, yes. The Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. You owe me dinner and a movie. <laughs> Say something, Debbie. You sound just like him. No. 
<laughs> she was gonna try. Uh, now I, I was just gonna say bite me. So you know, it's not something Vader would say, but sure, why not? <laughs> no, I am I, I, your father. No, I am your mother. Really? <laughs> I'm elevator. Mm. <laughs> 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 no, they... I am Rekka. I am Rekka. <laughs> so they they make their big escape. They 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 are they are told to to get out because Omega's blood slipped through. She says the uh uh. uh with the Kaminoan says, you got to get out of here quick. Because she knows. I mean, obviously she knows. She's worked with her since Camino, So she's like, you got to get out Go of here. Before, before it, uh, take my data pad. Which I got to say, I'm really loving the fact that they're using the word data pad. Because that's, that's a phrase or an item that was used a lot in the, in the Legends book books. You know, there was always somebody talking about, oh, I've got a data pad with the codes on it or a data pad with the maps on it or whatever. And it's like, now they're bringing it all over into sequel stuff. And it's like, ha, 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 yes. More stuff pulled from Legends. Quit complaining. You know, well, well whenever uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Omega initially got uh, Crosshair out of his cell, the first thing I thought of was, put on the Stormtrooper armor. Yeah. Put on the Stormtrooper That's armor. What- <laughs> Nobody will bother you. That's exactly what Luke said. He was like, Why did he put the armor on? <laughs> if he would have put the armor on, they could have just walked out. <laughs> no, we gotta make this difficult. That episode would have been too quick. Episode would have been too quick. Yeah, because you know, we got we got 10 more episodes to go, so <laughs> we can't 13, make it too whatever it we is. can't make it too wait, wait, you said it right, Debbie. Uh They've got to make mistakes so that they can go back and correct the mistakes. So maybe in some other future episode, he'll put the armor on. Yeah, thought. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, they go, they go out the dog. Uh, here's another one. They go to the dog kennels because that's the way Omega is going to go. He, she says, we're going to go out the dog kennels and we're going to find, we're going to go to the other shuttle that crashed. Okay, that makes sense. You know, we can't go out the front gate because Ding Dong didn't put the Stormtrooper armor on. But uh, we can go out the dog kennels. That's fine. (laughs) Well, here's the thought then. Why don't you turn those other dogs loose on the inside of the building and then go out the dog kennels? That way the Empire is over here trying to deal with these dogs running loose and rampant in their building while the Emperor is there. And y'all can make a clean getaway. No, we've got to leave those dogs in the kennel so that the Empire gets there and says, turn them loose. Go kill them. And it's like, ah, uh, uh, same thing happened on Canto Bite. It was the same thing. Though they should not have ridden those stupid horse things. They should have turned all those horse things loose and then run the other way. And said, they ain't gonna touch us. They're gonna go deal with those horses. They're not worried about us now. We just we parked illegally. They got horses running around destroying the city. That could have made that that. <laughs> These movies would be a lot shorter. Can't if I explain was in so David's not mad. <laughs> it's like poetry; it rhymes. Well, it, it's the only movie where I actually fast forward through a scene. I, the only Star Wars movie I do that to, and that's that Canto Bite. 
whole scene. I I just fast forward throughout that whole thing because it's like I don't know. I just thought it was dumb and unnecessary. It could have been a lot shorter, in my opinion. Yes, but I don't get paid the big I, bucks, so I will concur. I concur. It could have been shorter. This is one of that's one of those scenes, and I've said this many many times before. There's not a perfect movie. Do I like The Last Jedi? Yes, I love The Last Jedi. I think it's a great movie. Is there parts about it that I don't like? Yes. Is Canto Bite one of those parts? Yeah. You got it. Nail on the head. So anyway, so they get out there. They get attacked by the armadillo. The domesticated dog shows up, and then all the other dogs also start fighting because that's all they know to do is to mm -hmm. fight this monster. It's not like they're, oh, well, we've got to, we've got to catch the prisoners first. No, it's, uh, we got to fight the monster. It's, it's like the Hulk in Thor Ragnarok. Big monster! Big monster! <laughs> Hulk, for once in your life, don't smash! But anyway, um, and then we get the, uh, we get the uh, the the shuttle chase, which was kind of cool. Um, I liked that it was. Uh, well, again, I saw this coming a bazillion miles away. That as they're chasing them, they're about to shoot them down. We got the V wings back, which I liked. I thought that was good. The the you know that's still kind of in that uh, pre Empire, right at the end of Revenge of the Sith, kind of era and uh but <laughs> i i knew that it was going to happen to where oh they're going to check her blood and they're going to find it out like right as they're about to shoot them down and then they're going to get called off and i was like oh yep called that called that yeah the the centrifuge was kind of like a countdown like yeah. a clock well you know, well, you... well that, that that's the thing if you know it's a mm -hmm. it's a very common uh, motif in uh, well, especially in film, to pit your characters against a ticking clock. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's one of the easiest ways to create tension, and uh, especially in the first episode where you know that you, you you don't even see the centrifuge turn. You know the screen cuts to black and you hear it. That was such mm -hmm. a great setup, and then yeah. and then you have episode mm -hmm. three where you see it turn intermittently. One by one, I'm like, this is great. What a fantastic yeah, in between way different, to create tension in these episodes. Yeah, in between different scenes, you you know, it would go to one scene and then it come back to that centrifuge and just and click. and it would focus in on her blood too, and then tick one one. Yeah, over. yeah, it was I mean, great. That, that's that's great. Oh. It's a, it's such a simple narrative technique, but it was so effective in these episodes. Yeah, very very good, very well done. Even though their escape lacks something, I like the idea too. I liked when uh, he was uh, he was talking to her, and he said, uh, "Do you know? Do you know? Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, he was talking to her about the the plan, plan the plan seventy six. Yeah, you know, plan seventy six. Yes, tech made tech made me memorize all the plans. Plan seventy two, I think it was." Whatever, yep. and, cr uh, and Crosshair yeah. says, "Of course he did." 
And I'm, Huge I mean, that, difference. Th- that little interaction right there really added a lot for me because it, it, it really it kind of compounds on that familiarity between these Does characters. Does he know of the possibility of tech being dead? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Probably I don't think not. So. No. I mean, I mean, maybe oh, it's something God. Hemlock would have told him to kind of like break his spirit a bit, but if well, it... and and Omega was there for a long time, obviously with the tick marks. Yeah, and she was talking to him somewhat regularly. So, I mean, it. I'm sure it came up. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was it was kind of refreshing to see her and Crosshair working together, it, because like that they spent basically mm-hmm. all of last season apart, mm-hmm. and most of the first season apart. So yeah, so, I think it was I think it was maybe one episode of the first season that they were together. Maybe yeah, one. And, and I mean that they didn't have a whole lot going on between them before, but the way that they interacted in in these episodes makes makes me look back on those previous episodes and think that there was more so i mean i mean the, the way that they that they set up the interactions between these two characters retroactively made those past episodes better yeah mm-hmm. and i'm i'm curious too now uh i want to i want to talk a little bit about this cuz we're we're running short on time which we had three episodes but we're running short on time hemlock Doctor Hemlock, what are you, what are your thoughts? This guy creeps me right the crap out. Just because, I mean, he is just so mm-hmm. his voice. I don't know who does his voice, but his voice is terrifying. I'll look it up right now. Yeah, Let's he 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 talks. Oh, I can't whisper because of my voice, but it's I mean, almost he just a, with a, it's like Thrawn. But it's worse. He talks with a very, very calm, creepy. Yeah. Uh, Thrawn, Thrawn doesn't talk creepy to it me. It would be he, in your he, best interest. Yeah. So the voice, the voice actor for Hemlock is Jimmy Simpson. Let's see what he's been in. He was in Westworld, Black Mirror, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've not seen any of those. Let's see. He he's been Wait. in a lot of stuff. His his IMDb credits are like like a dozen per year. So wow. he's he's been around. All right. But do yeah. you know who could play him in real life? Do you know who he looks like? Sam Whitworth. No. <laughs> no. He looks like he looks like Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye. He does kind of look like Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Loki, he re- looks like Hawkeye. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, I thought you were going to say Jeremy Irons, and I was going to say, "Whoa, whoa, oh, no. whoa!" <laughs> no, no, Jeremy <laughs> Renner. <laughs> I don't know. I was watching these three episodes, and I was like, "Who is he?" Cam he couldn't explain me. that. He reminds <laughs> me of somebody, and then it just dawned on me. I was like, "He kind of looks like Jeremy Renner." Renner could play him in live action. Are you listening, I, Star now, Wars? Now yeah. I just now I just want Jeremy Irons and I want him to do the exact same performance he did in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you bow to me. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so so th- this 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 poses a question then because you've got Hemlock and he's searching for an M count. He's searching for someone with an M count high enough in theory to support the Emperor. Okay. Now jump ahead to the Mandalorian, which happens many, many years after the Bad Batch, and you've got Moff Gideon, and he's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. He's looking for that M count that will support the Emperor. Now, one, well, not one, but does this mean that Hemlock is going to die at the end of this series and Gideon is basically just going to pick up where he left off and that being said is Omega going to survive all of this as well well I don't think it's Gideon well I I think it's Pershing who takes over Dr. Pershing and Mando I think he's the one that kind of takes over from Hemlock maybe leading the the charge but, but, but Pershing doesn't quite have that uh, I get. Uh, I guess you would call call it the soullessness of someone say, like has a soul. Hemlock He's, or Gideon. He, yeah, he says I, I wasn't going to hurt it. I just needed some of its blood. Right. He's not as evil. Know. He's not evil. But it's like <laughs> if they, if so if they use uh, Omega as. DNA uh, to help create Snoke or or another clone of of um, Palpatine or Sidious the Emperor. Oh, uh, um, would that make her a relative of Ray? I was gonna say I just had a very very interesting thought and. Is it? I'm Omega. Omega Skywalker. Is it possible? (laughs) Is it possible that Omega is Ray's mother? Um, No. No. I. I, Well, because it's it's established in uh, uh, the Shadows of the Sith novel that Ray's mother is named Miri. Yeah. So then, Omega might be Palpatine's. Son, who gets married and has Ray. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so, so the Ray's father is not necessarily a clone of Palpatine, but he's what's called as uh, what they call a strand cast uh, made from Palpatine's DNA. This was so, a dark disciple, I'm assuming. No, that uh, this was in uh, Shadows of the Sith. Oh, okay. Uh, so maybe some of Omega's DNA was made to create, or was used to create Ray's Ray's father. I'm I don't know. That I mean that, that that's all some pretty heavy speculation. Well, I didn't say it was true. I was just throwing shit on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing if, if it's what if, it. <laughs> Well, how about this then? What if Omega? Because the time would work. I think the time I'd have to I'd have to do the math on it. What if Omega then is Ray's grandmother? Could be. Well, yeah, because if she's the mother mm-hmm. of Palpatine's son, and then he has Ray, yeah, that would make her the grandmother. 
if that, you know, eventually comes to pass. But yeah, she would be the grand her grandmother. Interesting, interesting stuff. I'm curious. I'm ready to see how this plays out now. If she dies or if she's raised grand, that was the big thing. Everybody remember Force Awakens. Where did Ray? Who is Ray related to? And she's got the accent, so she's got to be Obi Wan Kenobi. And... Yeah, that's probably Job of the Hut. I don't know. <laughs> there were all kinds of theories going oh, around. I was kind of hoping for the Obi Wan theory <laughs> myself. Obi Wan and uh, uh, what's her name? Mandalorian. Satine. Satine. I was I was really kind of hoping for that, although I don't know I don't think the math works, but I was really hoping for it. It would have been it. She would have been like Obi Wan's granddaughter. Whatever. I, <laughs> I was just hoping for Obi Wan. <laughs> and then they had to kill Satine in the Clone Wars, but or well, Obi Wan could have. <gasps> Had some fun on Tatooine while he was watching over Luke. He could have vodio dodoed with somebody. Vodio <laughs> dodoed could have been that's like, from, "Hello there." That's from Hamia. That's from Laverne and Shirley for the younger kids out there. The vodio dodoing. <laughs> you want me Get to buy here. you a drink, don't you? <laughs> You want me to take off. You want to invite me back to your apartment. (laughs) We want to have a nightcap. You want my death stick. I think that totally could have happened. That would (laughs) have... Yeah. He's a man. He's got desires. I'm I'm not arguing with you. He's not really a Jedi. He's he's kind of hidden himself in the forest. So yeah, he could have had all kinds of parties there on Tatooine. I'm just saying. Just saying. See, I I can't really say that Obi Wan hosting a swinger party on Tatooine was on my bucket list of things to think about today. (laughs) It wasn't on mine either until you just said it. Thanks, Cam. Debbie started it. She's I started it. Oh look, we've embarrassed Andrew. <laughs> Andrew I will be his... anonymous. Andrew had to I, turn I his camera be off. Anonymous for the rest of the show. <laughs> I've got oh. a future. Oh my <laughs> mom, their conversations are rated R. <laughs> Hopefully mom's not watching this episode. <laughs> if she's not, she will. It'll be like in a Christmas story. Where did where did you hear that? Probably from his father. No, she's, I don't think she's watching. <laughs> he heard it from your son. What? What? <laughs> oh. All right. Debbie, did we miss anything? <laughs> no, I think we kind of covered everything. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I get the laughing and then I can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Shameless plugs. What do we got, Debbie? I believe uh, system. Oh wait, this is Thursday. Thursday. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Wrong day. I apologize. Uh, Saturday Geek Gauntlet. Uh, Monday we will be back with Daredevil. Daredevil. Right? Okay. Well, maybe I was 
forgetting another show coming out. <laughs> Wait a minute. We were we're gonna do Daredevil until X Men ninety seven starts, and when X Men ninety seven starts, we will kick back onto. Yeah, that's in March. So that latter part of March, March twentieth. We got like two or three weeks of Daredevil. So. Yeah, so we'll be doing Daredevil, uh, and then Tuesday, I believe, Sith Dominion is back. Um, and then. I think War of the Stars might be back on Wednesday, on Wednesday. and then we'll be back on Thursday. Uh, I am, I will be back, or I'll be on um, tomorrow night. I'll be on the Geek and I podcast with the continuation of Star Trek, the original series. And, man, it's one of the episodes I really don't like, and that's Mud's Women. <laughs> I didn't oh, I care gonna... I didn't care for that episode. <laughs> I was going to say, is it the one where William Shatner fights a Gorn? I don't, I don't think so, but like, it, it's been so long since I've seen these episodes. It's like, I gave it all for an axe or a good sturdy club. <laughs> There's some episodes that I really remember because they had an impact on me. And then others, I, nope, oh, nope, no. Andrew. He almost made it almost all the way through. <laughs> he was doing so well, so well. Uh, but yeah, we're so we're we're covering Mud's Women uh, tomorrow night at, I believe it's eight Central, uh, nine Eastern, and that's on the Geek and I podcast with Mister Biscardi, who I just love to death. So, and we always have a good time over there, just like we do here. So. If you like my act and my my Darth sexy Darth Vader voice, uh, come on over to the Geek and I podcast tomorrow night. <laughs> It'll be great. Cam, I know you've got something. So I, yeah, I'm, Cam's I'm got something big. Cam's got I, good stuff. Go I do. Uh, so this Saturday at three p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live with Richard Carter. Uh, he was one of the actors in Dune Part One. Uh, he was a uh, he was one of the Harkonnen soldiers that abducted uh, Paul and Jessica when they came in and ransacked their fortress on Arrakis. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be discussing all things Dune, film, acting, you know, whatever comes to mind, really. So that'll be this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Has so he been be in anything else outside of Dune? He's been in a whole bunch of uh, uh, indie movies, uh, different different TV shows. Uh, I can actually send you uh, uh, a link he sent he sent me of an, of an acting reel that he put together, so you can see a whole bunch of stuff he's been in. Oh, okay. Because I'm like I'm still struggling to try and get through the first Dune movie. <laughs> I just, I I'm even... sorry. I know everybody loves this movie, but I I fall asleep every single time. I, I, I got about an hour into it, and I'm just like. But I, I will try to watch it before Saturday 3. Is, this, is it still on Max? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I think sure. so. Okay. I think it is. <gasps> Andrew, Andrew made sorry it about back? that, guys. He might be back. There he is. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Did you get offended I was talking about Star sure, Trek you and know, you disappeared? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know what happened there. I just froze and I was like, oh. 
Yeah, your internet didn't like our rated R conversation. Stuff. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, it was yeah. his mom. She was watching, and she got online, and she's like, "I'll fix this." And she started playing Fortnite. <laughs> Just unplug the dial-up. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, you and then anything? she goes and says, "Already stuff." I'll play. Yeah. <laughs> Teach that kid. Yeah. Andrew, you got anything yeah. shameless plug-wise? Uh, I'll be back here Monday for MCU Monday and next week for Cantina Happy Hour. And are you still doing the um, I got. Red Five book reading uh, era of the or uh, Oh yes, we uh, on the yeah, Red the Five Trilogy. Network. Yeah, so we just did on I believe it was the fifteenth of this month. We did our review of Dark Force Rising. And we're reading The Last Command right now. Nice. And on the 25th, the April book will be announced. And so it's between The Princess Bride and The Martian. Oh, The Princess Bride. Those are the two finalists. Which, yeah, I was going to say, you can't go wrong with either of those two, really. Is it a book? Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. You you remember when he was reading it to the kid? I mean, that's like a. Legit, oh, that's right. Well, it's a okay. legit book. It's not like a. They, yeah. they just did that for the movie. That's yeah. I mean, it's like a legit. Well, please do not get offended that I did not read yeah. the book. Oh, <laughs> well, evidently, oh no. Oh, Andrew got offended. <laughs> there it is again. I almost did. I. I, yeah. I apologize, Andrew. Well, I. That's my I'm bad. Control myself. It's okay. Hey, hey, Debbie. We're uh, past the three strikes now. Debbie, just so you know, the never-ending story, that was also a book, too. Yeah. If it's not Star Trek or Star Wars, I usually don't read any other book. I, I'll read documentaries or there's there's been a few war movie or war books, documentaries that I've read. Um, but Or biographies. You know, I've read William Shatner's. I've read Leonard Nimoy's and Daniel. So basically, uh, a biography that it's related to either Star Wars or Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the war uh, books, you know, like World War II, uh, the you know the U.S. Um, USS Indianapolis. I read that. Oh, that was a good, yeah. I've read Jaws. I read Jaws. I don't know what's going. On. I read that when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> all right anything else jaws was a else? book <laughs> well yeah jaws was a book because uh, that was like the first movie that was ever made so <laughs> yeah had to have been a book first so. do we have anything else from anybody not from me not i don't from think me. so awesome well we will see thank all you, of you, you next week we're going to be talking about the next Bad Batch episode. We'll see all of you next week right here on the Katina Happy Hour. Y'all all have a great week, and may the force be with you all. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere.